Grandmothers Need a Podcast, and this is it. Hi, I'm Nami, And I'm Belle. And, and welcome, welcome to Oh Well with Nami and Belle. Good morning. Good morning, Nami. How are you? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Good. It's been a while since we got together. It, does. it feels like it, doesn't it? It does feel like it. What have you been up to? Well, I've been out of town. Yeah. And I went to New Hampshire for a wedding, which was wonderful. Except my friend that I went with came back with COVID. Oh, no. But she's doing okay. Yeah, so, well, I'm glad. Yeah. Well, being um, away and out of town, what was the most exciting thing you saw or did? Oh, just being around the uh, my friend's family and extended family and yeah. watching her daughter get married. Oh, and you saw, you grew up with them. Yes, 54 years we've 54 known each other. 54 years. I don't think I have a friend that I stay in touch with that I've known for 54 years. Yeah, there Is this the same us. person that you ran away with one time? No. Were... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was allowed to be with that person anymore. <laughs> that person was taken out of my life. Uh, but no, these um, Nancy and Sharon... I've known them since fifth grade. Wow. Yeah. And Sharon and I lived like five houses down from each other in the neighborhood. We moved into the neighborhood one day apart. Oh, and I then didn't Nancy know that. lived on the street over. I know. I, I was I used to be really jealous of your friends, Nancy and Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> because you always said, My friend Nancy and my friend Sharon and I'm all I want her to say my friend Susan. <laughs> But anyway, I'm not jealous of them anymore. They now when you start a podcast with them, I'll start. I'll re- renew my jealousy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been busy too. We've celebrated Thanksgiving already. So. Well, I bet that was fun. It was a lot of fun. How many? How many were there? The, uh, just seventeen. Just seventeen. Uh, just seventeen. Wow. Yeah. Clay and his family couldn't come. They had other plans. But Stephanie and Jack and all the kiddos wow. were there, and we um, had Thanksgiving at the Tacoa House. We call it the Tacoa House, okay. the house in Tacoa yeah. where the girls and Beth live. So it was a lot of fun. Well, that's we had good. the traditional Thanksgiving. You know, last year we didn't do Thanksgiving like that. We had I... Thanksgiving, but we because we went to Jekyll Island for. Thanksgiving week. I didn't really do anything for Thanksgiving, but Stephanie and Jack spent the entire day cooking. They made every kind of seafood dish, and we had a seafood Thanksgiving. My memory of it is I just went and had dinner. I didn't, I think Charlie made shrimp and grits, so he cooked something, but it was pretty easy for me, but Mm. I didn't realize how difficult it was for them. They spent the an entire day of their vacation cooking. We decided not to do that this year, so we had a traditional Thanksgiving at the Tacoa House with turkey and all the trimming. Oh, wow. That yep. sounds so good. And I made mom's uh, dressing. That's Lydia, a family favorite. <laughs> it is. Lydia asked me for a recipe, but, you know, she doesn't really have a recipe. She would sit at the kitchen counter and tell me what to do. So I'll tell you what I did. I made two palms of cornbread mm-hmm. and crumbled that up and then added to it toasted bread, and I made it in the big bowl she always makes it in, so I don't know what the measurements are, but anyway, it's cornbread, toasted bread, and then on the stove, I caramelized onions 
and celery. It was two big Vidalia onions and about six stalks of celery that I cut up real small and got that in some butter, heated that on the stove in a black skillet, one of those uh, cast iron frying pans. Mm -hmm. And I put that in with the cornbread and the toast. And then uh, I added chicken stock to moisten it. And it wasn't quite moist enough, so I put boiling hot water on top of it and stirred it all up. And then I let it sit in the refrigerator. And mom lets it, let it sit in the refrigerator overnight, but I didn't have the luxury of letting it sit overnight. So I let it sit for about eight hours during the day. And then that night, I added to that uh, salt and pepper and six eggs and stirred it all up. And then you put it in the baking dish and bake it at 350 for about however long until it's cooked. That's the recipe. That's the Mima's <laughs> dressing recipe. recipe. Yeah. So... I'm sure everybody has different versions of that cornbread dressing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but everybody loves Mima's. Did you make gravy? I did, and I made it the way she did when she cheated in her old age. And that was to open a can of cream of celery and a can of cream of chicken and add milk and salt and pepper, and uh, you can cut up pieces of turkey and put in it. That's all there was to it. So, oh, I like that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Easy peasy. Yeah. So and then we had all, everything else, you know, that you normally have with a big feast. Green bean casserole, corn casserole. We were a casserole family. Green bean casserole, corn casserole, sweet potato casserole. Uh, Jack and Steffi made the great uh, broccoli cauliflower salad. And oh, just too many things to name. Lots of desserts. And our grandson, Caleb, made a carrot cake. Good for Caleb. Yeah, it was really, really good. Mm. So we had desserts, lots of desserts. We had a big um, banana pudding. I never, never even got a bite of that. I didn't have enough room on my plate. And we had, uh, Stephanie also made a trifle with blueberries and strawberries and angel food cake. I oh, didn't yeah. get a bite of that either, but it looked really good. Yeah. Lots of desserts. So we had a great Thanksgiving feast. Well, good. I'm so glad. So what I thought about talking about today is, since we're in the month of Thanksgiving, talking about things that we're thankful for. I showed you on my board that I have Noteworthy November. Mm -hmm. That's where I keep up with what's going on every day in the month. And I listened to Paige and her friend Leslie have a podcast. And in their podcast, they talked about writing down three things that you're thankful for every day. So I've been putting that on the board, although I didn't write it down today. So do you keep a thankful list? Only in my brain. Only in your brain. Well, they say that it's really good to think mm -hmm. of things that you're thankful for, even if you don't write them down, if you just think about what you're thankful for. So I looked up an article that I thought was interesting. It's the benefits of gratitude. Six powerful ways being thankful can improve your life. What do you suppose the very first thing is that it says about being thankful? Something about your health. Yeah, well, close. Gratitude opens the door to more opportunities and relationships. Now that's, I mean, that makes sense. Nobody wants to be around a sourpuss. No, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> It's nice to be around people who are thankful. It helps you win new friends, it says. And that's true. People who are to offer compliments to other people and thank them for what they're doing can help you have um, better relationships. 
that says, because humans are social animals. It's written in human genetics to crave relationships in which you both appreciate and feel appreciated. By starting each day with a mindset focused on the good and being grateful, you'll optimize your inherent desire for strong relationships. It is good to start the day being thankful. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing to do. Well, I think there's. I think that's very true, too, because just think about getting up, saying I'm thankful for something. Already your mood brightens a little. Yeah, that's right. You feel better. Yeah. Just to be thankful. Yeah. Uh, it's the number two says there are benefits, the benefits of gratitude on physical health. So they've done a lot of studies about that. I, I think I've even read things from psychology, psychology today, psychology, mm-hmm. <laughs> psychology today, talking about the health benefits. But one of the things that it says, it shows when we think about what we're grateful for, the parasympathetic rest and digest calming part of the nervous system is triggered, producing a host of positive benefits for the body, including decreasing cortisol levels and increasing oxytocin, the powerful bonding hormone involved in relationships that makes us feel so good. So how about that? Be grateful. It'll make you feel better. It has, a, has something to do with your physical um, body. And I think one of the things I read said that not just not just hormone levels in your brain, but that it actually reduces inflammation in your body. So it'd be like That's, taking an ibuprofen. Yeah. I mean, what's better than, than that? All you have to do is be grateful. That's it. Do away with the ibuprofen. ibuprofen and take, right. <laughs> take a grateful pill. <laughs> think about something that you're grateful for. Says it can go from a decrease in cortisol to a massive drop in inflammation to a boost in feel-good hormones and more. There is a drastic, measurable physical and physiological benefit to being grateful that will lead to a much healthier, happier life. So be grateful. It has a lot of benefits. It does have a lot of benefits. When you woke up this morning, did you think of anything you were grateful for? I don't remember what I thought of when I woke up this morning, to be honest. I don't Um, remember either. I think I thought, oh, I've got stuff I need to do. (laughs) But there are days when I... uh, and more intent on thinking of things that I'm grateful for. There are times when I've said, you know, you know, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for this. Or, you know, so. Me too. Gratitude, number three, gratitude improves psychological health and mental strength. Mm-hmm. Now, that's something I need, yes. more mental strength. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it would help memory. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Counting your blessings instead of your burdens. Yeah, we always had that little song, count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. All of which means being aware of everything you have to be thankful for, even during the worst times of your life, fosters an intense resilience that helps you battle stress and get through tough times. Don't you imagine that over this past two years, how many people probably needed to do that to count their blessings every day or find something to be grateful for. Yeah, it's real easy to look at all of what you don't have. You can be the the cup half empty kind of thing. Well, and I think um, of older people. I, I do believe that older people do become depressed a lot quicker. Yeah. You know, than 
Well, they become self-absorbed. Right. Well, and, and they're by themselves so much, yeah. and they're lonely. Yeah, that's and, true. And they don't feel important. So then it's hard to find things that you're grateful for. Yeah. Well, you just need to keep a thankful list. Right. Uh, number four, gratitude enhances empathy and reduces aggression. I never really thought about that. I know what empathy is. It's understanding the feelings of others, I think, right. is what empathy is. Like you can put yourself in their, in their position, shoes, yeah. Yeah, in their shoes. And that, in fact, that's exactly what the article says. You place yourself in their shoes and feel what they're feeling. I never thought about gratitude being connected to empathy. Yeah, I haven't either, so... But that's interesting to mm -hmm. learn that we can think about being grateful. I guess when I was a child, I remember one time coming home. I had been to some friends' houses, I think, for the last couple of weekends or something. And I came home and I was complaining about, I don't know, the decorations or the lack of decorations in my room. And I said some made some other comment about, well, Paula's house has this and Jane's house has this and they just seem to have all the nicer things or something. And my mom said, um, you just need to get some poorer friends. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I just wasn't being very grateful for what I had. And I, I mean, I had lots to be grateful for. We lived in a house my dad built, so it was a new house. Yeah, that's I mean, so funny, though. Yeah, but I... And Jane lived in a really old farmhouse, but but she had been allowed <laughs> to paint the trim in her room candy apple red. Wow. I mean, to a child, it looked really cool. Yeah. You know. I imagine it did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have candy apple red no. trim. <laughs> I don't imagine my parents would have let me do that. Uh, and then at Paula's house, they lived in a in a a nice brick house off of Rockbridge Road. And they had all kinds of weird gadgets. But one thing they had in their basement was a cotton candy machine. Now, that would be fun to have, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, just think about it. She had a cotton candy machine. <laughs> now, if you had been older and knew about knew about the idea of empathy and, yeah. and gratitude, I'm so glad she gets to have that. That's right. I would have and had a And it's okay if I don't. That's right. I should have <laughs> All I could think of is I just have this house here, and I don't even have a cotton candy machine, and my trim is not painted candy apple red. I was not very grateful for what I had. But mom said I just needed poor friends. Poor friends. One time, another time when I my lack of gratitude showed, is I was complaining about having big feet. I mean, I just have big feet. I was born <laughs> with big feet. That's the butler side. Of yeah, that they've always been big, and we would go. I remember going with the youth group. I think I told this before. We were going with the youth group bowling. And so you have to stand in line to get your bowling shoes. And all the girls in front of me, this, the man at the counter saying, what size? And they say, six. <laughs> Next one, what size? <laughs> oh, I wear a seven. Next one, six and a half. And they come to me and I said, a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I whispered it as low as I could. Of course, his reaction was, what? What size? And I said, a 10. Hey, Frank, we got any 10s back there? We don't have any women's 10s. Well, just bring around a men's 9. That'll work. So, <laughs> so You're horrified. I, I was horrified. I could have crawled under the <laughs> counter. 
So I had to wear I'm men's sorry. shoes. I can sympathize. <laughs> so I complained to my mom about having big feet. You know what she said? Just be glad you have feet. That sounds like a meemaw. <laughs> meemaw saying. So anyway, I was an ungrateful child. That's one thing I needed to have learned as a child is to be more grateful. Grateful oh, for, I am that sure I that feet. I was a very ungrateful child. So, yeah, I think it's a it's something that you have to learn. Don't you think you have to mm-hmm. learn to be grateful, learn to appreciate what you have? And sometimes you don't know until you don't have it, right? How to appreciate what you have? That's right. And you had, you know, it all ties in with loving others because you really you want to, you know, just like when you're meeting somebody and you want to get to know them. And uh, when you talk about empathy, if they're having a hard day, you want to encourage them. And, you know, so you want you do have to change your mindset as you get older. I think the whole gratitude thing is a mindset. It is. I think so, too. And you'll be happier because you're not going to envy others. You're not going to want what they have or have any kind of desire to be be someone. You'll be content. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's real important. So. The number five is the benefits of gratitude on sleep. Now, this was interesting to me. That if you could learn for just 15 minutes a day, right before you go to bed, write down in a journal the things you're grateful for, they think, well, they say it will help you sleep better and longer. Hmm. I, I I'm never gonna try about it. That. The study observed the effects of gratitude alongside getting rid of worry um, on university students who are constantly running into sleeping problems due to racing minds filled with stimulating thoughts and worries. They found that the gratitude intervention, just as much as the other two approaches, helped the university students calm down, quiet their minds, and sleep better. So sleep is important, and having a grateful heart can help you sleep better. That's really a good idea to check into yeah so keep a journal by your bed and before you go to bed write down things that you were grateful for i guess for the day Mm -hmm. i know that we told our told our children all the time that your body heals when you sleep but this article says that too it says there are three primary physiological processes your body performs while you're sleeping defending itself so i guess fighting off germs or whatever purging itself getting rid of things and repairing itself, healing. Sleep is important. So if you are having trouble sleeping, maybe you should have a gratitude journal. That is a thought. It is a thought. And last in this article, it said, gratitude improves self-esteem. Gratitude reduces reduces social comparisons. Rather than becoming resentful toward people who have more money or better jobs, which is a major factor in reducing self-esteem, Grateful people are able to appreciate both their own and other people's accomplishments, which will ultimately lead to greater interpersonal relationships, greater empathy, a more pronounced feeling of happiness, and finally, a life defined by positive emotion and long-lasting well-being. That's our encouragement to be grateful. That's a good uh, gauge for life. It is. It is. So what can you do to start thinking more along those lines. And how can we encourage other people to do that? I, I told you I write down three things I'm grateful for mm-hmm. on my notable November board. I like that. That's a good idea. I do think I might get a journal and put it by the bed. and just. I'll give it, go. I'm going to try that and see how that goes. That'd be yeah. great if it, if it helped me sleep all night. 
Yeah. I don't like waking up and having to fall back asleep. I don't either. And the, I, <clears throat> the other thing I do is on Thursdays, I call Thursdays Thankful Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And I think I've told you I write an email to my friend Vivian every day. And I have for over 10 years. It'll be wow. 11 years in December. That's a lot. That is a lot. What do you say? <laughs> It's a, it's like I say, it's like a log of my life. I can I can go on Gmail and put in the search, you know, whatever activity. I couldn't remember what day I did it, and I can find that email where I told her about it. So it's basically everything that happened to me the day before and what I plan to do the day of. It's your you diary. Know. It is. It's my yeah. diary. So on Thursday, and every day is named. So we have Super Abundant Sunday. Marvelous Monday, Terrific Tuesday, Wonderful Wednesday, Thankful Thursday, Fantastic Friday, and we used to call Saturday Sensational Saturday, but we started calling each other on the telephone on Saturday, so we call it Yakkerday mm-hmm. instead of Saturday. So on Yakkerday, I have a more abbreviated email because I usually talk to her and tell her what I've been up to. But on Thankful Thursday, I write down the things I'm thankful for, and it really is good. It's good to do because I forget how much I do have to be thankful for. Yeah, I think we all do because we all really have things to be thankful for. Yeah, I think so too. People, not necessarily things, people in our lives, situations in our lives. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stephanie was just telling me that she met a lady last night who her, her son died Eight years ago, I may get some of this wrong, but I think it was her son died eight years ago. Her husband died last year, and I don't think she has any living siblings. She has like a niece. I mean, I'm really thankful for all the family I have in my life. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes a big difference. Yeah, it does. Even if you don't talk to them every day, every week. Right. You know, you still know they're there. It gives you some sort of security in knowing they're there. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, because I'm a Christian, I'm so thankful that God is never changing. I mean, we live in a world that's gone, seems to have gone mad, but God hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. And nothing happens without him knowing that I used to tell the kids that God wasn't twiddling his thumbs every time we made a mistake saying, oh, no, now what am I going to do? <laughs> Look at what they've done today. How am I going to handle this? He doesn't do that. He already he has been there, done that. He knows everything that's ever going to happen, and he really does have it all under control. That's right. So I'm so thankful that I serve a God who is unchanging and loves me in spite of my faults. All right. Well, I'm thankful that I've learned that because he does have it under control, that I can be okay with whatever choices other people around me make or with my choices. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful I don't have to worry about it. Like for my children, my grandchildren, friends, if they're not if they're making choices that aren't in line with what I think, that's it's okay. okay. It does. That's okay. You don't have to be their Holy Spirit, yeah, right? Exactly. That's right. And I had to t- learn that too. Yeah. So, and he loves people. He loves us, but he loves everyone else mm-hmm. too. And he's at work in their life. Right. We can trust him. Exactly. That's another thing I think about and I'm thankful for is I can trust him. And when things aren't going the way I think they should be, 
have learned to lean into him and to lean on to him yeah. and let him handle it. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So, well, because yeah, when you think about it, it's uh, I, I don't know if trust is the correct word, but because there are people in your lives that you really do trust, but there's no 100% trusting. Right. God is 100%. We can trust my, him. You know. We can trust him 100. Right. Yeah. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I have a relationship mm-hmm. with God through Jesus Christ. I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to tell others about Him. We don't live in a country where we're not allowed at all to talk about Him, and I think we ought to take advantage of that. Tell yeah. other people. So if anybody's listening to this, especially <laughs> our grandchildren, our children or grandchildren, Jesus loves you. It's It's a sweet little song, but it's a mighty truth. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And he wants you to trust him and to give your life to him. Mm -hmm. There's no better way to develop a heart of gratitude than to know God through Jesus Christ. So that's exciting to me. So today I'm thankful. I'm thankful for you, Nami. Well, I'm thankful for you, Bill. And I'm thankful that we have an opportunity to get together. <laughs> I mean, have fun. We can sit here and just yak, all, yak away if we want to. We could. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, so, And if we couldn't, you know what I'd say? Oh, well. <laughs> we'll get together again soon. Have okay. a thankful day. You too, Bill. Bye. Bye.